In this episode of Spearlift, I have the pleasure of speaking with Shira from London, UK, who's a holistic health coach, and will give us a very interesting and scintillating conversation on being healthy and all the many facets that that can take and enjoyable along the way, which is what we all want. So Shira, welcome to Spearlift. Hey, thanks so much for having me on here. Uh, it's a pleasure, Shaira. And, you know, we had the pleasure of speaking a little bit before starting this episode and just, you know, really kind of getting an idea and understanding that being healthy and really being positive, especially in these times that we're living in, which is being filmed and recorded in 2021, there's a lot of people who are really out of sync, feel really distraught with the way they feel in general, still probably in most places in the world being in a situation of lockdown and sometimes when you're in this kind of capacity in which we're in we don't know where to start it's really almost like where to start how do i should i eat better to feel better should i think a certain way to feel better should i pursue a certain religion to feel better i mean it's just we don't i think a lot of people are losing their compass as to where really to start to get on a track of just feeling great overall and i think that's what we all want just generally in our life but especially in the times we're living in you know so before we get started can you please tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit more about what you do and how you make being healthy both fun and enjoyable and without a diet Absolutely. So the diet culture for me has ruined a lot of people's mindsets, a lot of people's ambition and just the definition of health in general for me has been cremated by the term dieting. So in terms of health, so I'm a holistic health coach and what we really, really focus on is health as a whole. So health goes so much deeper than diet. Diet plays a huge part in health, but also We have to understand that when we dig into other aspects of our life, that can impact our health in so many deeper ways. Um, Yeah, sorry. So before we get into those, you know, many facets, why why did you decide to do this in general? Why did you decide to become a holistic health coach and want to help people in this capacity? So a little background, but a very short background about me from about the age of 17, I struggled a lot with um, bloating, with tummy problems and things that really knocked my confidence or knocked my, the way that I felt, you know, all my friends were wearing these tight dresses and I couldn't because my tummy would stick out and that would lead me to straight away just think, oh, I've got to cut carbs, I've got to cut sugar, I've got to, you know, go on extreme diets and feel just to fit into a certain size or certain dress and actually looking into it i was like no i need to go see someone about this or i need to really you know approach this in a different way um i did a lot of tests with the doctors they couldn't find anything then i was recommended to go to a nutritionist and she was like i don't understand how you're going to eat in your life like you literally are intolerant you have food sensitivities to 90 percent of the things i've tested you for so that can cause a lot of discomfort and also a lot of mental issues because you know we get anxious if we're eating the wrong foods or we get you know signs of depression or things like that 
So really, I wanted to dig deeper into it. I thought it was nutrition all the way, but you know, eliminating those trigger foods helped to a certain extent, but it was not sustainable. For me, it was not the way forward. And there was actually a lot of extra factors that would, if you want to say cure those tummy pains, that bloating and that feeling of discomfort. So I really wanted to, to explore what else was going on in my body and how could I do that happily without just eliminating all the foods that I love and just feeling really down about it. And that's when I went into holistic health coaching and where I learned all about how everyone is different and has a different story and a different path. Well, Shada, everything that you just mentioned about what you can do to really help people in that capacity sounds like can help some average Joe like me as a guy. Because look, I'm, you know, I'm a guy and I don't know who can relate to me. Uh, I, I, there's probably many. I know at least five people on top of my hand who could relate to me. Like, I love to eat my pizza. I love my chips. I love my, you know, my uh, tea steak. I like my barbecue. You know, I like <laughs> I like a lot of things that, you know, really clog up the, the veins probably cholesterol wise. So, you know, I, I can't get away from that. So um, are you saying, you know, I can... Maybe I should cut down on some of those things. Absolutely, you know, and my wife would definitely say that. Absolutely. So, <laughs> but the point is, like, if if I'm like, it's not easy for someone like me, uh, you know, to just say, okay, I'm gonna forget all that and go to the smoothie and the, you know, the pot, the salad thing. I I can't do that, right? It's just I can't. I got craving for all those other things. So, but however, I could definitely do better in certain areas balance well cut certain things out time to time absolutely but my point is a guy like me who enjoys those things right who really likes to eat that way in those things and will definitely acquiesce to having a different more healthy way of balancing food as well like i could still eat those things still like maintain a good sense or sensibility of healthy living and eating by incorporating other things as well without having to worry oh you gotta go the strict diet now no absolutely everything is first of all everyone is really different so you cannot compare yourself to anybody that you know because what is going on in your body is completely different and secondly everything in balance is fine like i fully believe like i have never told any of my clients to ever restrict themselves or completely eliminate anything from their diet oh that's great so so how can you give our viewers and listeners like in that in that way kind of a sense of hope in a way like what what would be your way of help going through a process or at least getting them through your course or your way of working with them to get them on a path where they can just feel great overall what is what does your program encompass so to speak so my program is completely digging deep into your own personal journey where you're at now i step foot into your life and i try to incorporate as many healthy um 
initiatives as possible in into your life so for example instead of restricting you from something i will replace it substitute you know find what you like and try to find uh, an alternative say healthier version i don't just mean in recipe wise but i mean like habit development i mean routine wise touching base into spirituality a lot of the stuff that we eat is habit a lot of the stuff that we crave is because you know this industry has forced sugar and salt down us and made it a more palatable um experience when you eat something but it's so important to realize that this is just um this is a lot of the things that you do are habit right a lot of the things come from habit a lot of the timings that you eat come from habit if we adapt your routine if we switch your mindset if we replace and crowd out those bad habits we can dig deep into finding out what it is that your body actually wants and what it needs to live and be sustainably healthy I think that's really important what you're saying about habit because I re- that's probably the hardest thing to break, right? I mean, obvi- I, I think it's obvious what I'm saying, but especially in the times we're living now, our habits can get even more entrenched because of the lack of things that we may have already been used to be do before in our other routine, right? So have you found that with the people you work with and the people you help that breaking certain habits are more difficult because of the times we're living in and have you found good ways of helping them out that that are effective absolutely so i think more than being tough to break bad habits i think it's just been extremely easy to develop bad habits in this time because our routine is off balance so as a holistic coach we really look into like your wheel of life okay the the way that this works is that if your you know all these 12 factors are in balance you are living in alignment with your body and the way that it should be so what when for example just just out of now say you know this pandemic we're working from home our home environment is completely um changed our career is completely changed our routines are completely changed our social life is completely changed there is already so many things off balance that it is so easy to um to kind of refer back and comfort yourself in food or comfort yourself in bad habits that that com- that make you feel better at that time so in terms of helping people again like i said you step as me i step foot in their journey i assess what they want what do they want to feel like what do they feel like right now what is the current situation where do they want to reach you know we goal set we we do vision boards we do routines we break down habits and we really focus on developing and strengthening their mindset to get through something like this it's so important and i when while you're saying that what really kind of um speaks out to me as well as you know maybe there's some people who like have enough of the volition of the enough of the willingness to really come out and say okay I'm ready to do this I'm ready to really you know want to change these things in me and through me to make me a better person right now and I really have to do it and and they and they 
come to you and, and, you know, get that started and sorted out and go with it. Right. Uh, how, how important as well though, is the accountability aspect that maybe someone would need either with you, if that runs through your, your program or with someone else, because sometimes people just need kind of, uh, the encouragement to, you know, to go through with these things, you know? Um, I mean, there's worse cases, for example, you know, and I've spoken to people last year on Spearlift about dealing with drug issues or alcoholism, things like that. And that's a, that's a very hard, deep, dark path when, especially in, in the times we're living in to be going down and can't get out of, and you're all by yourself. And that's, that's really impossible almost. Right. But, you know, we were speaking about that and trying to find the right ways and right, uh, types of solutions for people to look out for, you know, to really get them out of that. So how, how important is just this sense of accountability when someone goes through the program with you to make sure that they're really staying on track and really doing the best they can. So I think it's completely up to their, you know, bio-individual needs. So we use this term in holistic health a lot. So you, what works for you will not work for someone else or may not work for someone else. So in terms of accountability is the same, right? So some people need full attention, full accountability. And those clients, I will say, you know, write to me every day, send me messages, you know, every evening before you go to bed. It depends on what kind of goals we've set. But there are some people that just like having that session to kind of use it as their safe space to talk about themselves, to express what they're feeling, to... Because at the end of the day, they come up with their own solution by by speaking about it, by understanding themselves. So it is really important that they know they are doing the hard work. They just got that bit of help and that push to get it out of them and then also to keep them accountable to make sure that they're living in alignment with their goals every single day okay so it can just depend on the type of person and like you said i think what you're you've been saying since we started speaking is that you know each person is very unique very you know has a very particular way of needing their path understood in the way that makes sense to them and done in the right way right and i think that's really important i don't there's probably i mean we're all very unique and special and there's not you know just one broad stroke that can make any particular person's life go a certain way it's always going to be very i mean even down to the second you know i mean the way we eat the way we experience life it's all unique to us so that's that's really important what you're saying i think as far as having a deep dive of the person to get their, you know, needs met as appropriately as they really need it. Right. And I'm curious, you also mentioned before spirituality, like what kind of spiritual practice do you incorporate into your program to help them? I mean, cause if let's say someone's not spiritual to begin with, or they're not sure what that means or whatever, how do you incorporate that in general? for them into your well, program. Um, I've tried meditations and, you know, I've thought that that really works for my clients. But when I dig deeper and I think, what do I enjoy about the meditations? And that's what I try to get them to understand. I'll say, 
you know what, there's so many options. There's visualization, there's guided meditation, there's non-guided meditations. So in terms of digging into your spiritual self is to understand what, again, works for you. So for example, for some of my clients, it means sitting in complete silence just with themselves. For some of them, they need that visualization. They need to be doing something, you know, it daunts them to sit with their own thoughts. But ultimately, for me, for example, I like to meditate over a goal or a certain, um, a, a certain um, aim or intention for my day, you know? So it could be that you are meditating without realizing. A lot of people think spirituality can be so dull and it just means sitting there listening to some relaxing music and dozing off, but it's so much more than that. And that's what I get people to try and focus on that, you know, use it to the, what benefits you use it in a way. If you need it to calm you down, use it to calm you down. If you need it to set a goal, because there's so much chaos around us all the time. It's so nice to find some peace and quiet amidst the madness. Even if we're home all day, use it as a way to, you know, explore your creativity, use it as a way to, to really find yourself. There's, there's a lot, um, and again, it really depends on what the person wants to achieve. That's really important. And, you know, the, the more, um, you know, I, speaking personally for myself on, on like a spiritual journey, you could say, you know, throughout my whole life, for sure. But, you know, especially more, I would say in recent years when um, certain things have happened in life that make you really, uh, you know, seek out you know, a higher sense of self, of living, everything else, you know, there, I mean, there's certain things that do happen in your life, you know, probably not by accident, but to really guide you into a certain understanding of your experience of life. Right. And so for, with saying that for me personally, in that, in that way, um, you know, it's, it, it's almost like you, uh, you are deconstructing yourself in a sense, meaning that, you're, you know, um, the famous Wim Hof <laughs> talks about the mon the monkey mind, and and like we are not really tapping into just a pure natural sense of ourselves because of having really our minds run amok. I think it's instead of you know, in terms of spirituality, instead of forcing to get to let's say God or the light or the universe or whatever, you know. It's all nomenclature and terms that are out there, but the general essence of what we're trying to find that seems to some people be a, a condition or um, let's say more of an unconditional love that exists out there that we all can really resonate with seems to be a true ultimate pursuit, right? And I, I found that what I'm trying to say is what I found that for myself is almost like a deconstruction of the way of just how you think, how you feel. And just tapping into what a lot of people refer to as the present moment, right? Just pure silence, pure stillness. But then what comes awash onto you in that way is a sense of just incredible love and peace and peace, you know? <laughs> and, but it's not, it, what's sort of um, ironic about all that is like some people think you gotta force something for God to listen to you or you to listen to God or how, whatever you term as God. Right. So, you know, and it's 
really the opposite. It's more like once you're out of the out of the picture, you're spoken to, right? So it's it's a it, it, there is a certain discipline behind it though, no? And and do you find that the way that you go through that with the people you work with, they really try to pursue that? Absolutely, because ultimately it's all about finding what's right for you, what works for you, what you enjoy. So if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to stick to it. And that's with everything in life. That's why I, the main um, compass of my business is finding joy in what you do, finding things that make you happy. So if this is not working for you, fine, we'll move to the next one. Mm-hmm. And it, it is that that con- connecting with yourself and knowing, you know, understanding what you need as a person, what your body is asking for. What What is the biggest thing like i guess especially right now when people come to you and want to work with you and really want to try to make their lives better what is the biggest thing that you have been seeing with people that they're trying to really sort out for themselves since i launched my business it was it has been during the pandemic so a lot of it has been stress anxiety um discomfort um just not knowing what is going on what 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 are we doing like how why am i feeling this way and you know it's just coaching them through their feelings their emotions because like you said a lot of people haven't been living in the present and are forced to every single day in this pandemic because they don't have a choice you know we we were hop and go the minute we wake up roll out of bed grab whatever we can out the house into work, out of work, go for a drink, have, you know, have a few drinks, come back, eat dinner, go to bed and do it all again. Whereas now you're kind of sat with yourself all day, every day. Um, Your partner might be working from home with you or not. So it really like, it really, we, we as humans, we're depending on other people to kind of pass our time during the day. We don't necessarily think of ourselves as good enough company. So we're spending a lot of time with ourselves, which we're not we're not really used to because we as humans, we are social creatures. We thrive off other people. No matter if you're introvert, extrovert, the thought of being around people is comforting. And it's completely the opposite now. Do you think that that in your personal opinion, that's a good thing or a bad thing? Meaning, do you think that the way in which I guess uh, most societies, not all, but you know, I mean, in many countries around the world, you know, the let's say pre-pandemic way of living of you know, kind of, I don't want to say necessarily robotic or anything like that, but what I'm trying to say is like, let's say in in a city like you're in London, a city like I'm in Mexico City, you know, and if uh, certain people work, let's say in a corporate job or certain business etc it is kind of what you're describing like wake up eat shower say goodbye to loved ones get in the car go to work hang out at work eat there uh social you know do your social things at work do your work things come back in traffic eat see family bit sleep and then the whole thing over and over and over again right over and over again and for some people there's varying degrees of how extreme that is for some people there's less of it but the point is, for when I think about all that, there there's definitely really good things because now 
with the lack of it, we see how important our social connections are, were, uh, just going out, whatever. I mean, those are all very valuable things. Absolutely. But uh, another part of me kind of thinks, well, maybe it was all just a big distraction to really get to know ourselves too. Right. Somewhere, somewhere in between those two things, there's a healthy balance. Right. So if we can, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you think? Like, I think in a way that having that balance of really knowing thyself, but applying it into the world in a healthy way can really give us the good mix between this experience of life. Do you think so? Or do you see it differently? I completely agree. I think we were lost. I think everything was very fast paced. Like you said, especially in the city life, it was nonstop. We were almost running away from our problems rather than addressing anything. And I think this has given us a lot of time, maybe too much time for a few because they've had like those adverse effects where that uncertainty has led to more mental health problems. But in terms of the, you know, the time that we need, I think it's been really, really important that we have slowed down. I think it's been extremely beneficial to a lot of people. And I don't think a lot of people will be able to go back up fast-paced life well yeah because it i mean i think undoubtedly it you know in certain let's say big cities like where we are it would and has created uh, a deep sense of disconnect right and reliance and habitual reliance on you know stimulants or or uh, you know just kind of uh, adverse or different type of relationships than we would normally want or used to have and and if you're someone that has a family or you're married or what have you i mean there is certain you know um time caught up now with those loved ones in a, in a certain way obviously you gotta figure out the way you work and how that is sort in the house but there is you know in in this whole thing there there is uh both the good and both let's say opportunities to be discovered at the same time right and that's really really important and i'm curious as well going back to what the the way you work with your clients Shaira, is how important is the incorporation of let's say gratitude into someone's life or have you seen people use in their lives to really just experience i guess generally experience life better but also help attract good things in their life how important is that to, for you so if for me there was a scale of one to ten 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 absolutely hundred percent you know do as much as possible as you possibly can because that is the advice i give to all my clients forget clients friends relatives anyone who's like wanting um to change their mindset or needs a little boost or you know needs that bit of positivity in their life so what gratitude does to us it's like it gives us an opportunity to be thankful right in whatever way possible we're thankful for that automatically shifts our mindsets from an, whatever state we are which is usually quite negative in mind, um to a very positive mindset and just that boost of positivity 
is so beneficial for our overall health. Um, we stop seeing the bad in things. We start appreciating what we have. We start understanding how important it is to focus on those things. So in terms of gratitude, I would absolutely recommend everyone to, to um, express gratitude on a daily basis. I just did, for example, a Valentine's week um, challenge where we incorporated gratitude for seven days and whether it was, you know, body image gratitude, whether it was feel good, whether it was positive mindset, you know, gratitude is not only, it, oh, I'm grateful for my house. Like it can be, but I think, you know, if you really dig deep into gratitude, you can actually feel the full effects of it. And one of the main things I love about what um, I really preach is self-gratitude, um, which is very underplayed in my opinion, because we give all our time, um, attention, focus and love to so many people and we forget it ourselves. Um, for me, it's very, very important that, that we take those compliments that people give us, that we are proud of what we've achieved, that we are celebrating our small wins. Um, and we often forget to do that. So I think it's, it's really, really important to take time out of your day to express gratitude. It's important what you're saying as far as self-gratitude or self-love, because really in the end of the day, and I don't know if, you know, how many people have experienced this or not. Um, and, you know, let us know in your comments if you have, but you know, what I found personally as well. And I, obviously there's, I, I just don't think you can do one thing and it's going to stay permanently either good or bad the rest of your life. It's, I don't, I think we're always in a state of change, innovative trans, um, transformation and always learning and re-experiencing and many things. But what I'm trying to say is, um, the more I found through my experiences of self-love, self-appreciation, self, um, like feeling blessed almost right for just being alive you know and not because the material things or the experiences of life itself or etc but just the actual state of living you know and the more you uh, you know because when i wake up my day and as much as i can throughout the day it's all about just giving things for life itself and for for my you know soul to be here you know so the more i've experienced um how rewarding my days feel by noticing that being aware of that and expressing it the better i felt you know there's no doubt so what i'm trying to say is all the good that happens is always from the inside out and i think that's the biggest lesson of life itself is like work in here everything will flow out naturally and it will naturally attract everything else into your life i don't know have you felt like that um going you know just in your own say being absolutely like i said i think it's extremely undervalued all these factors of you know self-care self-love show yourself appreciation give back um you know all of these factors where people are like oh yeah that's that's not necessary or oh i'm just going to focus on this to be healthy this is what's going to make me healthy and it's not true like there is so much more to it um and you know there's a lot of myth busting things that i've done in the past and 
people, you know, actually sit back and think, oh, yeah, that actually that helped, you know, and it's that having, you know, your moment, what's just speaking in general, everyone benefits from something like this. You know, we say everyone is unique, but no one ever regretted expressing gratitude. No one's ever regretted showing themselves love, giving themselves a bit of time, a bit of self-care, a bit of attention. No, absolutely. And really the, there's, there's, I don't know, there just seems to be a few simple things, a simple quote unquote, but a few main things. If we really just take the time to appreciate and actually do them or be aware of them, let's say, I mean, our life can just be tremendous, right? I mean, I think what we're doing too much as a society sometimes is like overdoing or pushing too hard for the gratification of things where they don't really lead us to anything truly happy, you know? I mean, I think, you know, I, I've spoken to a couple uh, different monks you know, throughout my, um, you know, these last years and they really, it, it, it's kind of ironic in a way, but they don't do, let's say a lot during the day, like as we would think of doing something, right? Like they're pretty, they're pretty chill most of the day. <laughs> I mean, they're doing, you know, they're, they're busy with certain things, you know, um, gardening things, cooking things, but they're not doing like when we think of doing things and going out and buying things and going around here or there, they don't do that. I mean, the ones I've spoken to, they're literally giving thanks for life all throughout the day, all throughout the day. You know, it's just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they're just happy. I mean, they're just so, so happy. They really, they don't really own anything. I don't know. Is that the answer? <laughs> you know, it's just. To be honest, I think it's because they're not influenced and bombarded with media, social media, news, like all of that stuff really plays a huge part in our health um, in general. And I think that plays a huge part just in um, in the way we perceive ourselves. Yeah. And in the way that we inundate even either voluntarily or involuntarily with what comes into us, right? You know, health-wise, food-wise, information-wise, etc. Right? I mean, we got to really be the arbit arbiters of what happens to us, right? And so important. What, and can you, um, just as we conclude this amazing episode, Shira, can you please uh, tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit more about both your programs? Uh, so on your site, one's related to the morning. I don't have the proper name, but if you could please explain both of them. Yes, so actually as um, as a health coach, I do independent health coaching. So I have a couple of programs which are de like designed to um, help you reach your health goals through a lot of fun little challenges, a lot of, you know, self-love, a lot of beyond diet and fitness. You know, we focus on improving the way that you see your career, your relationships, you know, your spiritual practices. So that is my one-to-one -one coaching. And I have a program which is three months, a program which is six months, which is a bit more advanced because they say, you know, to really build those sustainable habits, you need that time. You need to commit to a specific 
amount of time to see really see that change and then i have a special edition one which is a bridal health coaching so for all um newly brides who are going through not being able to have a wedding this year it's really played a huge toll on on their mental physical health it's everything they've dreamed of and it's just been shattered so really helping them get through this time that's my exclusive one-to-ones then i've got my kickstarter ones which is what you've probably seen um as my packages on my website so currently i have a lockdown cleanse which is a 14-day kickstart bite-sized daily challenges where they really get you to start thinking beyond you know just diet fitness we do challenges like i don't know mindful eating one day and we'll do you know a water fast we'll do a um i just know this is so so many gratitude expressing gratitude journaling um and that's for 14 days and it really gets you to to start off on a health journey for all aspects um of your life and then i've got my holistic morning one which really helps you build a routine so anyone on my instagram will know i bang on about how important it is to have a routine you know a morning routine as well as an evening routine so a lot of people used to used to say to me how do you wake up so early and manage to you know go out get fresh air like i can't be bothered i just eat and work so i really developed this kind of step step guide on how they can do that um and build th- this routine within a certain amount of time themselves so those are my yeah my individual little packages i'm working on a couple of more things um but my one to one coaching is my bespoke coaching Oh, that is excellent. And those, I mean, if people really follow through with those properly, I'm sure they can really get on a good track, even in a short amount of time, if they're really disciplined, right? And just maybe Absolutely. at least within a month and just get really positive results. And I'm sure, can you work with people like virtually like this, uh, anywhere in the world? Yeah, so I actually had no idea I would be doing my practice online. I, when I first started training, I thought, you know what? it's going to be amazing i'll go meet my clients and none of that's ever happened um they teach you that it's it's so important to read people's facial expressions to understand really how they're feeling um i thought it wouldn't be possible to do this uh, virtually but actually it is it is and it's the new way of being and actually it's worked so much better that i can reach as many people as i want it's not just locally it is worldwide worldwide yeah that's i mean that's the tremendous thing that having that opportunity is just i mean really opens so many doors so you know for all of our viewers and our listeners please please would encourage you all you know whatever even whatever point you are in your life if you feel that you know there's just uh, a boost you need to get better in a certain area like you know being able to eat like you want, like I do, and but make it fun and, you know, not worry so much about the diet part, but maybe, you know, substitute certain things where necessary, et cetera. Or you're looking for incorporation of, you know, certain spiritual practice in the right way or anything, you know, that can really set you on, you know, the motion you want to get on. Really check out Zyda's information and connect with her so she can help you get on the, tri- on the path that you desire truly and unique to you so sarah where can 
our viewers and listeners find out more information about you, connect with you, book an appointment with you, could you please uh, let them know? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very active on my Instagram account. So it's my handle is at Holistic Health Cleanse. Um, my website is holistichealthcleanse.com. Um, there you can you can book a free initial consultation right away in a few clicks. Literally go to my connect page, find a time that's suitable for you. I've got a calendar up with dates, book yourself a session in and we can just see where you're at and try to help you moving forward. Thank you.